Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Well, good morning, everybody. Today is a beautiful Central Texas Monday, December 4th, 2023. Uh, You have reached Mosaic, the stories of real estate. I'm glad to have you with my weekly update. My name is Mike Nelson. I'm the CEO of Efficient Lending Incorporated. We're a mortgage brokerage headquartered in Waco, Texas. Uh, We originate loans in Colorado, Texas, and Florida. And you can reach me on my website. Uh, It's at efficientlending.net. Of course, I'm on YouTube at efficient lending, Facebook, efficient lending. But most importantly, I love a phone call, 720-419-3016. And I'm really enjoying uh, these weekly uh, updates. Uh, I record them on Mondays. They usually post on Tuesdays. They're powered by MBS Highway. If you don't know who MBS Highway is, just Google MBS Highway. MBS stands for Mortgage Backed Securities and Google Barry Habib. You'll come to realize through that research that MBS Highway really is kind of the de facto uh, news source for mortgage market intelligence. And what I really love about uh, MBS Highway and um, uh, the, the service and the weekly update that I put up on my uh, podcast is that we're really not getting kind of the mainstream emotional media metrics. What we're getting is good market intelligence. Uh, This company provides these services to mortgage brokers, mortgage industry, like myself, the real estate industry. So their their information is really factual and data-based, and it's just a really good source of information. So the agenda for today, we're going to go up the weekly headlines uh, from last week and this week uh, that they publish in their Road Signs weekly newsletter. You can go to my website in the Learning Center. You can get the printed copy of this as well. Uh, and then we're going to go and uh, I'm going to talk about the fourth and final installment of my four-part series on the weapons we have to fight the cost of a mortgage. But Right now, let's just jump into some headlines that we've got for this past week and kind of what we have looking uh, forward. And remember, uh, Wednesday, December 13th, the Fed will be deciding if they're going to hike the uh, overnight funds rate uh, again. And so we're really looking at the trend of market information, what's happening right now, so we can kind of gain some insight or guesses at what we think the Fed might do on December 13th. And this is obviously important for the real estate injury. So let's look at the headlines we have. They're, they're going to be inflation centric. Uh, we're looking at pending home sales. Uh, we're, we're looking at the median home price and of course, appreciation. Those are the big headlines from past last week. So let's just look at uh, the first metric, which is PCE, personal consumption expenditures. This is the Fed's favorite measurement of inflation. And we're still trending into nice, good, positive news. And right now it was flat month over month, but year over year, PCE or this measurement of inflation fell from 3.4 to 3%. It's a pretty big move. And we've seen the bond market liking this trend since really the mid of October. Uh, When I say bond market, I'm talking about mortgage-backed securities. And when I talk about mortgage-backed securities for our 
discussion, just hear me say mortgage interest rates. So we've been on a nice little gain in mortgage interest rates, improvement in mortgage interest rates since about the middle of October. That's good news. And in part, it's because inflation, inflation is the arch enemy of mortgage interest rates. Inflation has been coming down. So that's really good. The core PCE, the core strips out volatile food and energy prices fell from 3.7 to 3.5%. That is the lowest level in two years. So the Fed, their last hike was last July, and that was 11 since March of the previous years. So right now, their hikes, the federal funds rate is at the highest it's been in 22 years. Um, they haven't hiked in September or November. So what do we think? Are they going to pause in December based on some of this inflation news? I certainly hope so. I'm going to guess that they're going to pause. But again, I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball, so I can certainly be wrong on that. But I'm certainly hopeful because I think that's going to help some inventory and supply issues that we see in the real estate market. Pending home sales plunged in October, 1.5% from September to October. That's the lowest level since NAR, National Association of Realtors, started tracking this metric in 2001. And look, I think everybody understands that the problem is higher interest rates and inventory, and that's why we're seeing the uh, the drop in uh, pending homes being sold. New homes fell five. Per, new homes signed contracts on new homes fell five point six percent from September to October. Right now, they're on a pace for signed new home contracts of six hundred and seventy-two thousand annualized contracts this year. What we need to look about what's important in this number is October signed contracts were fifteen thousand greater than last August. So that's good. But we really want to look at what's going on in the signed contracts in the home. There were 439,000 new homes available for sale at the end of October, but only 76,000 of those homes were completed, meaning were, were done and ready to move in and consummate the contract. The rest of them were either under construction or not even started yet. So we've got this dynamic happening where we have high interest rates, uncertainty in the market, and clearly that's affecting how many new contracts are sold and how many new homes are sold. The other big piece of information you might have heard last week is the median home price is slightly down uh, monthly and year over year to $409,300. Now, this is part of the update that is really important because Yes, the median home price declined last year, but people in the mainstream median will confuse this with home appreciation. So while the headline is that the median home point price, remember that is the mid price for the homes that are being sold is down, homes are still appreciating. And we'll talk about this in just a second, about six to 8% year over year. Well, how can this be? And this is important to understand how these numbers come about. Well, the median home price is the midpoint for homes. As we've been navigating this difficult uh, market that we're in, new builders, for one, have been skewing toward building smaller homes because they're more affordable in an environment where interest rates are higher. And also, the mix of homes being sold at the higher ends of the price points has slowed down for obvious reasons, high interest rates, high cost. And so when that happens, the median home price comes down. At the same time, what you have to realize, there are five housing indexes right now. Case-Shiller is the gold standard. Uh, and in August to September, home appreciation rose seven-tenths of 1%. That is the eighth consecutive rise in home appreciation values, and it annualizes 
between these five major indexes to about six to eight percent home price of appreciation in the real estate market across the United States. So when we hear the median home price has declined, yet homes are appreciating, as real estate professionals, or if you're a buyer or seller, or if you're a lender, you got to be able to help our consumers understand what's happening with these numbers because it's really important. FHFA is another one of the uh, in, uh, the five major indices that's showing a six tenths percent in rise in October. Each one of the indices measures these numbers a little bit differently. I believe FHFA really focuses on Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac conforming um, conventional conforming loans. So you get a little different uh, skew in there. And it's just great news. The other piece, the last headline I'm going to go through is continuing jobless came, claims hit a two-year high, increased 86,000 to 1.927 million people still receiving benefits. That is the first time it has topped 1.9 million um, continuing claims in two years. Why is this important? Well, we're looking at inflation coming down. Uh, we are looking at continuing claims with the labor market. So th that would suggest that the economy is slowing. The Fed is looking at that. They want to see signs of that. And that's going to weigh in on their decision to pause uh, potentially rate hikes in uh, December 13th of this month, which would be good news. All right, moving on to my mortgage morsel of information for this week. And it is installment number four on the four weapons we have available to us to fight the cost of a mortgage. And those four uh, weapons are rate, turn, down payment, the program, and the interest rate. And I started this series. You can go back and listen to them. They're on my podcast. I started this series saying, you're going to be surprised at how these stack rank because I stack rank them as term, down payment, program, and the interest rate coming in fourth as the greatest weapon you have to fight the cost of your mortgage. The principle that we're working on is this. Borrow the least amount of money for the shortest amount of time. So the shortest amount of time is term. Don't do a 30-year loan if you can afford the cash flow. Do 29 years, 28 years, do 24 years. And then the next part is borrow the least amount of money. You have to use the right program. So different loan programs, i.e. FHA, USDA, conventional conforming have different cost structures. So make sure you're using the right program and then start looking at the interest rate. And when you do that and you do the math on it, what you'll realize is that you will gain the greatest amount of equity. Equity in your home, equity means the amount of your home that you own. So when, you're, <clears throat> when your equity is rising, what in essence is happening is the principal balance on your loan is declining. This is really important because we want to achieve what I call the race to equity as fast as we possibly can. And so as we own more of our home through the shortest loan and the shortest amount of, of, of time, you in essence are paying yourself. You're not paying a lender in interest payments. So the principle is this, borrow the least amount of money for the shortest amount of time, and you will pay yourself not a lender. Understand this key principle. On a 30-year fixed mortgage, in general, 75% of the interest, if you took this loan to term, will be paid in the first 15 years of the loan. So it's almost a virtual statistical certainty in the United States that every mortgage is retired via the home being sold or refinancing of the loan. And so if you do that in the first seven to 10 years, the, the majority of what you're paying on the loan is going to be interest. And the way we fight that is by shortening the term 
and borrowing the least amount of money. So that's how the principle works. Look, you can go on my website, Efficient Lending. You can use mortgage calculators to prove these math principles to yourself. You can do amortization tables. But the easiest way is just to call me at 720-419-3016. I'll walk you through. I'll show you the amortization tables. I'll show you how to do the math so you can really understand these concepts. Listen, I hope that is helpful. I hope everybody is having a great holiday and Christmas season. You can find me at efficientlending.net. You can find me on YouTube at Efficient Lending, Facebook, of course, Efficient Lending. But most importantly, I love a phone call at 720-419-3016. Hope everyone has a wonderful holiday season and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining us on Mosaic, the stories of real estate. And a big thank you, as always, to Rogue Media Network and their support of this podcast. They're so appreciated. My name is Mike Nelson. I'm the CEO of Efficient Lending Incorporated, a mortgage company located in Colorado, Texas, and Florida. You can reach us at YouTube at Efficient Lending or on Facebook at Efficient Lending. And of course, I always love a phone call at 720-419-3016. Email works as well at mike at efficientlending.net. Efficient Lending Incorporated, NMLS 1876539. And my individual NMLS number is 1314188. As always, thanks for listening to Mosaic, the stories of real estate. And we look forward to connecting with you again on a future episode. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.